now. Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined by full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, Emmy Flaherty. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Thanks for joining me. I know. Well, (laughs) you know I never say no. I know, I know. You never say no. I know. I was like, I have a couple slots. You're like, I'll take them all. (laughs) I love being on the radio. It's fun. I know, I know. And we had fun. I called in this morning and talked to, uh, not Rob, he was not in this morning, but I talked to Larry. And I said, yeah, we always have fun when when Emmy comes on and we're talking or whatever. But then he kept asking me about my house, which I greatly appreciate. But That's I was like, wonderful. but also Emmy, but also Emmy is on, you know, I kept saying that, but, um, and here you are, you're on. I am. You are. Um, you have joined us in the past, but why don't you reintroduce yourselves to all of our listeners tonight? Sure. So I am Emmy Flaherty. I am a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect. We are live to you tonight from our studio at our beautiful office in Pembroke Center. Uh, if you're interested in connecting with me about all things real estate, it's 781-217-4580. Yeah. And you live here in Pembroke. I sure do. You sure do. Um, and it's a new year. It is. It's a new year. Uh, I don't know if it's a new you, but it's a new... What's new in your business? Lots of stuff, actually. <laughs> Lots of stuff, yeah. yeah. Well, the good thing is rates are coming back down, interest rates. Mm-hmm. So I have already seen... I'm not even kidding. It was like the day after Christmas. People were like, okay. Um, so I've been hearing from a lot more people and um, talking real estate, which has been A awesome. lot of buyers? Yeah. Okay. A lot of buyers, you know, they waited it out. They were, some of these people I was working with in October, but as the, you know, rates kept inching up, they just said, you know what, we're going to wait until after the holidays, but they're back and that's awesome. Yeah. I, um, Sharon asked me today if I have looked at any like houses that were going to be in my price range. And I was like, well, no, now because A, I bought a house. But I said to her, I was like, weirdly enough, like once I got my accepted offer on my house, like I stopped looking at houses. Yeah. Like because I know myself, I would overthink it and be like, oh, this other house came on. And she was like, well, don't you love your house? And I was like, well, yeah, I love my house. But like, 
I just didn't want to look at anything else right. because I didn't want to feel any other way other than being excited about where I'm going to be and well, where I am. But that's, that's super common. It's funny because I can see when my clients are looking on MLS um, and that's usually typical. Once they have an accepted offer, they don't do anything for. Yeah, I didn't want to look at anything. My focus was my house <laughs> and making sure yep. I made it to the closing table. Exactly. Um, but but yeah, I mean, the interest rates are going down. And um, I think that, you know, I wouldn't have stopped looking um, had I not found a house. But I was definitely at the point where I was like, all right, like right. feeling a little defeated type of thing. And I'm sure there are a lot of buyers that were feeling defeated. But with lower interest rates and still not a lot on the market, that means more competition. So, exactly. Um, you know, and we always say the right time to buy or right time to sell is is when you're ready. And um, we're hoping that more people are ready to sell. That we are. Oh, <laughs> tell year. me about it. This year now. I keep saying next year, but I'm like, it's already 2024. So, um, <clears throat> but what I said on uh, the show this morning with Larry was a lot of the times our topics come um, for our radio show sort of naturally in the office. So, um, you know, there's some, some things that happen to us in our business or here at the office and we get to, you know, sort of talk them through with everybody. And um, I know that, you know, maybe there's some instances that might have happened that brought up this idea for you. But when I asked you what you wanted to talk about, this is what you wanted to talk about. So why don't you tell everybody what it is that we're talking about? (laughs) Awesome. Well, I think that there are some people that are coming back into the market. If you put it off a couple of years ago, you know, when it was kind of crazy. I, for example, have a lot of people who were looking to sell their current home and buy. Mm-hmm. And during COVID, um, even towards the end of it, when rates were so low, it was crazy and it was very hard to um, sell and buy at the same time. So basically, um, you know, I'm reaching out to those people now and saying now is an opportune time. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result of that, I'm, you know, starting to re-educate them on the process. I met with um, a new couple new buyers this past week, actually, um, you know, that their goal is to become a homeowner this year. So where I'm going with this is we, um, when I meet with clients, I stress the importance of knowing the role of what your realtor Mm -hmm. does for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And we actually, um, you know, we are going to go into more detail with this, but the topic tonight is the importance of using a buyer's agent and a seller's agent and Mm -hmm. the different roles that each performs because it is different and a lot of people don't know. Well, we we sort of do this show maybe once or twice every year, but like it's important because A, we get new listeners hopefully every single week, but you know, we get new listeners throughout the year and maybe they didn't hear it in the past or they don't go on the podcast and look at, um, listen to the the past shows. But like anything else, like any other industry, we also go through some changes. So there are some things that we, you know, like to uh, abide by because it's the law. So there's some things that we are, uh, you know, educated on and updated on and we want to educate and update you guys. So, you know, we'll sort of backtrack a little bit and say, you know, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent. So why don't you tell everybody what a buyer's agent is and what they do? Absolutely. So a buyer's agent is just that. It is an agent that is working for you as a home buyer. Um, a lot of times, I well, I deal with a lot of buyers, so they'll reach out to me and say, can you help me find a home? And basically in saying that, you are asking that person to represent you as their buyer's agent. And when we go out, so 
it's so much more than what you see on television. And I always tell my clients that when we're consulting, you know, when you're watching TV, you see, you know, this smiling person taking people to a house, they show Mm -hmm. a few, Mm -hmm. and then the people pick one, and that's all that you see. Um, And there's so much more to it than that. So when you're hiring a buyer's agent and working with an agent, you're choosing someone that you know, like, and trust to help you get into a new home. Yeah. And in doing so, we're setting you up on MLS to receive property matches, taking you out on showings. Um, you know, I point out a lot of things that I don't think first-time home buyers are going to notice because they're looking, you know, they're, they're in their head thinking, where's my furniture going to go? How can I see myself living here when I'm looking for things like water damage, broken seals on windows, etc.? So we help with that. And then, to me, one of the biggest parts of the whole thing as a buyer's agent is you know, we sit down and figure out what you're comfortable with offering. And mm-hmm. and in part of that, we're doing, and I'm doing a market analysis. So I'm looking at what else is recently sold similar to this property so I can best advise you as to what I think it's worth. So in doing all of that, you know, this is all done behind the scenes and people don't see it. Um, you know, I submit that offer for you after you've signed it, we've reviewed it, and then we negotiate. You know, that's when the role of the seller's agent comes in. The seller's agent and I are going to each discuss individually and separately with our clients, and then we're going to come together on a consensus and price. Mm-hmm. I, and I also think that it's important to note that you know a buyer's agent and a seller's agent can, can also be the same person. So that's a dual agent. So right. there's no like there's no. Well, I guess I can't say there's no. There are some agents that prefer to only be buyer's agents. There's some agents that prefer to only be listing agents. However. Most agents can represent both. They they like to represent both. So they might be working with a couple buyers, but they also have listings. So they're the listing agent. So it's not just like, oh, do you are you a buyer's agent or you're a seller's agent? You know, you're an agent, but depending on what role you're playing for that particular person. Last Saturday, Sharon and I did our show um, on buying and selling at the same time, but more specifically when it comes to new construction, Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, Sharon has done that quite a few times in the past 22-ish years, 23 years that she's been, um, you know, a a broker and real estate agent, you know, representing when it comes to new construction, you know, a buyer comes in, but they have something to sell and sort of just going through the motions of, you know, Timeline wise, you know, not just that, but representing, yeah, I'm representing the builder, but you want to be represented as, you know, a a buyer as well. So then you get representation for that. It can be convoluted. It can be. And that's why (laughs) I wanted to have this conversation tonight, because um, a lot of confusion that I see and that I try to help people understand, because at the end of the day, it's in your best interest. Yeah. Is... A lot of times people, um, you know, home buyers, shoppers, et cetera, will go to an open house and they will um, obviously learn about the property from the agent who is listing the home and mm-hmm. in that case, the seller's agent. But at the end of the day, I try to stress the importance of working with a buyer's agent because that person, the listing agent represents the seller on that particular property. Yeah. So I try to get my clients to understand that, you know, it is very important to have a buyer's agent because we can work together to get you the best deal for that property. 
Yeah, and I like how you just talked about going into an open house. So, you know, there is this theory out there that when people, when buyers go to an open house or see a listing with the listing agent, they think that they might get a better deal because they're using the same agent. Well, if they're not representing you, like you, you aren't being represented. I mean, right. that's the end of the, right. the, end it's of the like, that person is representing the other side of your deal. So, you know, you do have the right to ask for representation. And I think that the question should be asked even before you see a property. Right. I agree. I mean, I'm glad you agree with me. I do. Well, it makes me think of two (laughs) things. First of all, it makes me think of, um, you know, cops and they're telling you of the right to be represented, you know, (laughs) and it's true. Like if you leave anything from, you know, listening to us tonight, it's that you are 100% entitled to have someone represent you. And to some people, maybe that's not important. But if you're working or talking to a realtor, they're going to tell you the importance of it. And it's because we do this for a living. Um, I love to negotiate. I enjoy the process. A lot of people don't. A lot of people ask me how I do this because it involves a lot of negotiating. Um, And I, I quite frankly enjoy it. But I wouldn't go into court and not have representation. So, and I also wouldn't have the same attorney as the person on the other side in yeah. court. So, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of analogies, but that's exactly how I would say to look at it. You know, there's nothing wrong with having someone represent you, and um, there's a lot of benefit to it. Yeah. Sharon, sorry, I don't mean to be rude. I'm, I am listening to you. I'm, I not, you I'm just not looking at you. Sharon texted me, and I, I just had to respond with, do you have a delay? Because <laughs> I don't know. We already talked about this, but she just said, discuss how you don't have to be the listing agent for the best deal. But that's what I just said. That's it? right. Yeah. So, you know, I, you really don't. I can't hear what you're saying if you're yelling. But, um, I, you know, I you really don't. Again, like I said, you need to ask the question in order to be represented or the agent needs to ask you that question you know right. would, would you like to be represented as as a buyer right. in, in this scenario and if not then you know well, godspeed here's here's a scenario let's say you're the listing agent mel and your client has said melissa i'm not selling this home um it's not worth it to me to sell this property unless you get me five hundred and fifty thousand. Let's say this person comes into your open house, you know in the back of your head that your client wants 550000 and this unrepresented buyer says, um, you know, gee, what do you think the best price your client would do is? Mm-hmm. You know, what is your motivation there? Your motivation is to get them 550000 Whereas if they had a buyer's agent, I could come in or whoever is representing them and say, gee, you know, looking at all of the numbers and what's recently sold, this realistically it probably is better suited for 525, 530. Mm-hmm. But obviously you're going to push towards that 550. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's better from the buyer's perspective to have someone who's going to negotiate and try to get it for them for 525 and 530? Mm-hmm. Maybe your buyer ultimately decides, okay, fine, 540. Mm-hmm. You know, I just told you that, Melissa, because I wanted you to get me 550, but I'm okay with 540. Yeah. But if the buyer doesn't have that person in their side, then they're going to end up Signing something with you for five fifty, and sure, you did a heck of a job for your seller, but you know, yeah, that buyer didn't have the representation, so 
Uh, to me, they're paying more. Yeah, I agree. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am the office manager here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and I am joined by Emmy Flaherty, full-time realtor here again at Boston Connect Real Estate. If you have any questions or want to join in on our discussion, 781-837-4900 is the number to the studio. Give us a call. We are live on Facebook, too, so I'm waving. I know there's a couple people. Michelle Faye is watching, Karen Monroe, Kim Ross. Hi. Um, Michelle Faye is supposed to be at Madonna right now. No, she was at Madonna last night. Oh, I was like, wow, that's like really ambitious. That's ambitious. Yeah, no, she was. Um, she was at Madonna last night. I think she was like two hours late. Madonna oh. was getting on stage. Yikes! Yeah, I know. Well, I saw. My, I was like, I, I wasn't like creepily following, but like I was following Michelle's like updates, being like, "Lo, these are our seats." Like, you know, too bad she's not coming on. She's wow. late and everything. And then I was listening to the radio on the work on the way to work this morning, and they were like, "Yeah, so Madonna was pretty late last night. So hopefully she's not as late tonight." But oh. I guess it was like you know, long time. Yeah. Um, but I, I heard it was good. So there you go. Um. But yeah, so going moving on to seller's agent, yes. right? So okay. seller's agent, tell everybody what that is. All right. So you want to sell your house and I hear it from a lot of people, especially when, you know, market's hot and we have lower inventory. Like, should I sell my house myself? Obviously, I'm a realtor and I'm going to tell you no, but I'm going to tell you no because um, you're missing out on a lot of opportunity and probably a lot of money. Um, but a seller's agent is going to come out to your house. They're going to tour it with you um, just as if they were going to be buying it. They're going to sit down with you. They're going to show you other homes that have recently sold in the area that are comparable to what you're looking to sell. They're going to give you a ballpark for what your home is worth. And then um, in my case, I like to give people, um, you know, like a checklist, so to speak, mm-hmm. of, you know, here's a few things that would make your home more presentable. Oftentimes it's like decluttering and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, we talk about next steps, you know, here's a small checklist. A lot of times I have professionals that will come in and help with that stuff. And, um, then we talk about going on market and what you can expect when you go on the market, because it really does vary from brokerage to brokerage and realtor to realtor as to, you know, what's going to happen once that sign is in your front yard. Um, but they should be running open houses for you, handling, um, you know, uh, any inquiries on Mm -hmm. the property, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Oh, we have. Do we have a question? Yes, we do. Could you please explain procuring cause and how that relates to a buyer and their buyer's agent, especially if the buyer views a property at an open house, then wants to bring in a buyer's agent? That's a fabulous question. <laughs> question. You might have to leave it up, though. I've got to go sentence by oh, sentence yeah. <laughs> on this. Right? Um, Sharon, do you have anything to um, add to our show here? I turned that microphone off, so you might want to use mine for a minute. Um, but. Yeah, so Sharon McNamara, broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, is joining us. Uh, in in you know she got a text message from one of our listeners. Oh, now it's check- I know now it's uh now it's uh now it's doing this. But um, great question. We will get to it in a minute. But what were you saying about the um the listing agent? Yes. So once your property goes on the market, there's a variety of different things that um, that agent should be doing for you. And I'll tell you one thing that really bothers me mm-hmm. is when um, I, as a buyer's agent, when I'm reaching out to go see a property that an agent has listed, this happened to me twice over the weekend. I wanted to go see two different properties, with two different buyers and the buyers, uh, the, sorry, the listing agent did not get back to me. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I don't know why these people are in business. Like, <laughs> if you want to, you know, if you take someone's home and you are listing it and you are selling it, the very least you could do is respond to people who want to see that property. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that is frustrating. So you what basically want to make sure that you're working with somebody or hiring a realtor that knows what they're doing. Um, it's going to be responding to people who want to come out and see your property because let's face it, the more people that see your property, the more, um, th- in theory, the more interest you're going to have in it. Um, and then after that, what will happen is, is, you know, we'll discuss with you depending on how the interest level in your property if, is if, um, you know, we maybe want to do an offer deadline if that comes into play. If mm-hmm. not, we'll review offers with you as they come in. We will determine that ahead of time. And then, um, you know, go over offers with you and go on to next steps. Yeah. Sharon? Yeah. So, oh, you can't really hear me, right? No. You want this one? Yeah. Sorry about that. I could change it. Hold on. Um, yeah. Can you hear me better now? Yeah. There you go. Okay. So you can take that back, Emmy. So, yeah, somebody had texted me, um, you know, that question. But it's interesting because one of the things I was starting to type, but there is a delay on Facebook, is... Um, the conversation that you were just actually talking about. It's funny because there was a delay and every time I was thinking of something, I guess you guys were already one step ahead of me. But I think it is really important and especially this this question, I don't even know who this is, but they are asking me the question about procuring cause and mm-hmm. what is procuring cause. So um, I know you know, but I don't think uh, many, maybe some of our listeners know, but I also sit on the grievance committee for uh Massachusetts Association of Realtors and procuring cause tends to be one of those cases that we see a lot in Mm -hmm. arbitration. Well, and here's the the truth is, and I was actually typing this upstairs as this came through, so I don't know if it's like... There's something in the universe. My phone is like literally reading my mind now because I don't even know who this is that texted me. But just because an agent... This is what I'm finding frustrating as a listing agent. It happened to me this past weekend. An agent sent me an email and said, I will be sending my client to your open house and gave me like their names. So when I was at my open house, this, and I followed up with, um, I will be around all weekend if you would like to set up an appointment to show the property with your client if the time that I'm having the open houses doesn't work for you. So, of course, they never responded back, right, because mm-hmm. they really don't want to take the time to go out there and actually have their boots on the ground and be a true buyer's agent. They're just looking. And again, I'm very heated about this, and it might be because I see how hard our agents work here. Mm-hmm. And the amount of work that you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's hard being a buyer's agent, especially when you're doing it the right way. So for this agent just to, you know, send me an email and say, hey, l- listen, I'm going to send my person. Yeah. When I'm like, hey, I'm a real, I'm around all weekend. I'd love to meet you over there with your client to see this new construction property. Never responded. I was there on Saturday. Couple shows up and I was like, oh, I was like, um, I think that your agent had reached out to me and sent me an email that they that they were that you were coming and they're like we don't have an agent and I was like oh I was like oh it must be somebody else I'm I'm sorry like it was because it was towards the end right. of the mm-hmm. open house as well too so I just figured since nobody came um, and I said and he said no and I was like oh I I know it was like and I said the person's name which I won't say on the air and he's like I met that per- I talked to that person once. So, um, you know what it is? It's my computer. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I think that like, so he's like, I met that person once. I, I don't, I don't have a relationship with that person. So honestly, this is what I want to say to people. Like, don't get taken, don't be bamboozled by that, that, oh, since I sent you there that you have to work with me. 
completely untrue. Mm -hmm. That is not true. You as a buyer can work with whoever you want to. It isn't like an agent. So this is how I look at it, and this is going to be pretty graphic. So who's in the studio tonight? New um, fella. Yes, he's new. Oh, good. So he David, I believe. David, he doesn't know me, so he won't, he won't get too upset with me. This is how I feel. Just because you're an agent and you send me an email, it's almost like I feel like you're lifting your leg and peeing on somebody and you're t marking your territory. Mm -hmm. And that is not how it works. And no. that is the state is very specific about agency and how that works. You 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 don't care to represent these people that you just sent. You care about a commission. And that is awful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So sorry. All right. So we've got to. Oh, yeah. So there. so could you please explain procuring cause and how that relates to a buyer and their buyer's agent? And that's part of the reason why I just said that. So. If somebody was there and came to the open house, like I said to them when they were there, like, hey, I'm here to give value. I'm the listing agent. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're going to put an offer in with me or if you're going to put an offer in with somebody else, right? My job is to sell this property. However, if you don't have a relationship with this other agent, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like if you have a buyer agency agreement signed, that's something different, okay? Mm -hmm. But at any point... In your if you feel as if you're the person that you're supposedly working with isn't doing their due diligence for you, isn't working for you, you don't owe them anything. Now, I will say if maybe somebody opened up the door to a listing and let you in, that's a completely different story. But just telling somebody, hey, just go to all these open houses and when you – if you find a house, let me know and I'll write up the offer. That is not procuring cause. Mm -hmm. right? That's you being a lazy, blank agent just trying to make a commission. But if an agent does take the time to meet you, to do a little research, to open the door, show you around, follow up with questions, I would say that that would be procuring cause. But if they did all that and then you followed up with more questions and said, hey, I'm interested in this. Can you get me the electric? Can you get me this? And that agent ghosts you from that point then procuring causes out the door. It doesn't matter. If you're trying to get in touch with them and they stopped communication with you, you can work with a buyer's somebody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that yeah. answer that? Especially in the buyer's view a property at an open house, but wants to bring in a buyer's agent. But you should be able to as well. So when I'm working <clears throat> yeah, I'm as just a thinking, listing agent. I'm just thinking of like when you're hosting an open house, a buyer coming in, like just because you're hosting an open house doesn't mm -hmm. mean like yes, you're, you opened the door and you showed them the house per mm -hmm. se, they still have the right to go yep. anyway. to their agent and be like, hey, I want to put in an offer, put in a, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. All of the time. A friend of the show. Frustrating for consumers. Okay. It's a friend of the show. So the person doesn't want to give me their name and I respect it. I respect it 100%. Frustrating for consumers who often are the ones hurt often part-time mm -hmm. on the side agents those not willing to do the work put these folks in a terrible spot both buyers and sellers sets the negotiation off to a bad spot well what? i'm so glad to hear someone else say that because mm -hmm. as a realtor i'm like do people know mm -hmm. do people know and i mean yeah you know if someone's maybe not in your corner or you talk to a friend and you hear that their agent at x y and z and the person you're working with hasn't done mm -hmm. blank but um i'm glad that the person messaging you the friend of the show is saying that because it's really true i mean a lot of people don't know i mean if you listen to the show regularly you'll hear everyone say they're a full-time realtor here mm -hmm. we say that for that very reason there are a lot of agents that are part-time agents and i understand i when i first started i had another job but i mm -hmm. very quickly then was like i want to go 100 time 100 percent full-time real estate and i give it 100 percent. and don't you wish you had more time 
I do. And even that. And that's one of the things, too, that I talk a lot about. Now, I've been in the industry almost 22 years, as Mel said earlier. And it's so different for me now than it was back then. And it is for all real estate agents. And I have to give, you know, the people who are doing this full time as your career, you know, not only are you helping people find their home, you're doing all that process once they get it under agreement, right? So you're doing all the negotiating, you're dealing with the attorneys, and you're dealing with home inspections and all negotiating and all these great things that you would think about go with the house. But also you have to think about all the other things. We are responsible now for social media posts and like, cause you, you know, the, the world is telling you that you have to be, have a voice and be out there and do all these other things. There's a lot that goes into it, especially if you're a listing agent. People think, oh, you just put a sign on the ground. Oh, really? <laughs> that is not the case. But I do, what, when I'm reading this, I feel bad for this person because you can tell that this person or somebody that this person knows basically got screwed by an agent that said that they were there for them. And one of the things I find most stress fr- frustrating, and I, I will say 100% with certainty, that is not an agent that comes from Boston Connect Real Estate. Correct. 100%. Because we support each other so well here that if... Emmy, if you couldn't do a home inspection, you could call me. Melissa, it happened to you today. One of our agents had a sick child. There was a water, final water reading. You just got up from whatever we were doing and went and did the final water reading. There's always somebody there on your yeah. behalf. But mm-hmm. agents who aren't doing those types of things, shame on them. And, yeah. and again, I feel bad for the consumer. I do too. And that's why I wanted to bring this up tonight. I mean, um, one of the reasons I did this topic was because I think a lot of people are going to be coming back to the market with rates coming down. Mm-hmm. And it's really important to know that you are entitled to have someone represent you on your side, even if you went to an open house and mm-hmm. you leave there and you feel like, geez, I really liked that house and I kind of want someone in my corner, you know? And here's the yeah. thing. This is how I feel about the agents that won't allow it. Like I said at the beginning, it doesn't matter. I'm the listing agent on a property. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to me if you use me to purchase this home or if you use somebody else, right? Because I am the listing agent. My Mm -hmm. job is to sell that house. But I honestly, I'm thinking about your situation that you had this weekend. Right. And for that agent to be, again, we don't use names or anything, but for that agent to say, oh, no, that appointment was made with me. Well, guess what? The appointment was never, it never happened. Right. It never happened. Mm -hmm. That appointment was also canceled with you and made with me. Yeah. So I wish I had known that story well before because I tell you, I that would have gone differently. Well, I explained it to the consumer and the consumer chose not to. So because they felt intimidated by the other agent. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. No, you're you're right. But, um, you know, and again, that's why I said, okay, you know, I've come across something that I've seen actually a few times since, I mean, today's what, January 9th? And I've seen this three times already. Yep. You know, so it's really important for people to know. And I've been putting it on my social media a lot. And Mm -hmm. I will probably sound like a broken record, but I'm just going to keep repeating it because it's very, very important. Mm -hmm. It is. When you hear something over and over again, sometimes it sticks. Hopefully it does. (laughs) So if if you're out there listening and you know somebody who wants to buy or sell, it's really important that they know, um, you know, the representation that they are entitled to. 100. There's just, I mean, this is the biggest purchase you're going to have in your life. And right now I'm helping um, one of my friends, my best friend, I think they might be watching right now, but. I'm helping her sister. She went through a process down in Florida where she got bamboozled by somebody and ended up being uh, basically a crap shoe. I I, want to swear so much lately and I can't. But (laughs) it ended up being a crappy situation down there in Florida. So she sort of got taken advantage of there. 
And then she then moved to uh, Tennessee and she's running into situations there. So she called me to help her, like set up some things. And the things that I hear her saying, and I'm like, I cannot believe that an agent would do that. And and I'm saying too, like, how could, in my head, I was like, how could she not understand that? How could she not know that? I guess you don't know what you don't know. And that's why that's you right. love working with these people, first time home buyers and people who haven't bought and sold in a, a lot of years. They need this education all over again. They do. They absolutely do. I went out with a couple. They've been in their home for, she told me, close to 40 years. And we went out last week. And she was so incredibly confused why I was there and a listing agent was there. Because when they bought 40 years ago, um, it was just one agent. And so that, that again, is what's kind of mm-hmm. came up with this topic tonight because I wanted to um, explain to them. And she thought it was fabulous, but she had no idea. And, and they, they thought we worked together. So we, we broke it down and explained it more for them because it was my first time meeting them. But mm-hmm. she thought it was a great concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <sighs> it is a great concept. It is. <laughs> well, I know. The thing is, is the state is just so clear. And I remember, too, that you had you had shared your story with me for what happened this weekend. And Again, you know I go into baby cub mode with like our agents that work here, and I just can't help myself. But one of the things that was so discouraging is the person, and again, because she doesn't know, she called four different agents, right? Right, yep. So she was seeing four different properties with four different agents, which means she was giving out some of her personal confidential information to four different people. But the other thing is, is you were the only one that gave her the mandatory mm-hmm. Massachusetts mandatory agency disclosure agreement. Mm-hmm. How can that be when she met four? I know. And a lot of people don't know about that. That was on the list to talk about. Um, anytime anyone shows you a property outside of an open house, they mm-hmm. are to present you with that document is required by the state and we can be fined for not um, mm. providing it to you, discussing it to you and showing it to you. And the kicker is the second page of that mm-hmm. breaks down all the different agency relationships. Mm-hmm. So if you're I, like, I'm one of those people where I need to see it in writing in front of me just because I can hear what you're saying to me, but mm-hmm. it's hard for me to comprehend it at first. If I see it in writing, I usually won't forget it. Mm-hmm. So I often present a lot of my stuff to people like that because that's how I like to learn. Mm-hmm. And I said to this woman um, from over the weekend, I said, look here, you know, keep this piece of paper. That's what it is intended for. Go down and look at all the different agency roles and see why mm-hmm. I'm here today telling you the importance of a buyer's agent. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. She talked to, um, met with three other realtors and no one had presented her that form. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time when I go to listings and then people get like antsy thinking I'm having them sign their life away. And I, I assure them, I said, here's the good news. At the end of the day, you don't even have to sign this. My obligation to the state being licensed in the state of Massachusetts is to show it to you. Mm-hmm. Just let me do my job and what I'm required to do. But you don't even have to sign it at the end of the day. But don't you want to know what your rights are? And I don't know. I just feel, you know, Desperate people do desperate things in desperate times. I say this all the time. And I feel that because we're in a situation with low inventory and, you know, the rates went up a little bit, but they're starting to come down. I really am fearful for buyers who potentially are going to get stuck in some of these traps and they're going to make some decisions that may not be best for them. Right. Right. Because we tell people all the time, like, hey, you do not have to waive your home inspection. If that is important to you, then you don't waive it. Like, mm-hmm. we never suggest that. You know, we have a waiver, in fact, that if you do want to do that, we have to have you sign it. 
did you ever sign yours? <laughs> so what? <laughs> the waiver, I don't want to have a home inspection. <laughs> um, yes, actually, I did. Yeah. And I didn't tell the, everybody that I didn't have a home inspection, but you just did. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> well, you weren't listening. I don't think anybody else was either. But I mean, you obviously, but you went through with several people that we know, obviously, to look through the house. Um, but yeah, I just think that, you know, with the biggest purchase of your life, wouldn't you want to have that representation? Right. And I was just talking about this because um, I closed on a house this past week with um, a young couple and um, their concern and everyone's is, you know, am I overpaying for something? Mm-hmm. So I broke down the math and um, in East Bridgewater for the month of December, the average square foot, the average price per square foot for a single family was three hundred and six dollars. Mm-hmm. This house they got for two hundred and thirty eight per square foot. And it really needs very minimal work. Mm-hmm. So when I put the numbers in front of them, they were thrilled because I mean mm-hmm. they got a good deal. And that to me is what it's all about. Like as a buyer's agent, I want to get you the best price that mm-hmm. I possibly can for the home that you want. And I take a lot of pride in that. The other thing, too, is, I mean, because we build such great, you know, close relationships with our clients, they then become our friends. You know, chances are in seven to 10 years that you're going to be calling us to sell your house. And we never want you to be in a position where you're upside down. Right. right? Mm -hmm. So we want you to get. And that's the job of a buyer's agent. The job as a listing agent is to get the most amount of money with the best terms and conditions for my seller. The, the very opposite for a buyer's agent is for me to get you the best terms and conditions for you, but at the lowest price that we possibly can get yep. that for you, mm-hmm. right? So that's why. And again, you did, you know, you hit upon dual agency and, you know, that gets tricky. People do come directly to us, um, you know, to, you know, list in, if they're going to buy something with us to list their house and everything. They think that they're going to get a better deal or something. You know, I don't think that that's always the way to go. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I know we have still on our agenda some of the advantages of, you know, having that representation. And I, we pretty much talked about it throughout the whole entire show, but we only have about 10 minutes left. So any key points that you wanted to make sure all of our listeners knew before the end of the show? Use a buyer's agent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean, you know, there are people out there and I get it um, that, you know, really want someone to hold their hand. And then I also understand the people that are out there that, you know, um, want to work with a realtor, but also kind of want to steer the way that it goes. Um, Mm -hmm. And I get that, too, because I'm one of those people. So, I mean, you know, just find somebody that works for you. I always say, and I mean this, you know, talk to several people. Ask Mm -hmm. them what they have to offer you. Ask them what sets them apart. Ask them what their favorite, you know, part of doing this is. Um, because that is going to answer questions for you as to, is this person going to be a good fit for me? Mm-hmm. I, and I think that the person who sent us a, sent me a message here, too, really does have a good point, too, is, like, ask the question, are you a full-time real estate agent? Are you a full-time realtor? Period. Amen. Because I'll tell you, you know, showing people properties after work and on weekends because that's generally why we're doing it for our clients. But the bigger question is, is who's doing all the work all those other hours when you're getting in touch with, you know, the loan officer and the, um, you know, the the attorneys and doing all that other stuff that happens, Mm -hmm. you know, to keep a transaction together. You can't do it during your work hours. Yeah. You can't do it during work hours as a, as a buyer's agent that has another job. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what we're doing all day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what sort of the, I don't know, advantage of being an agent is is that like, yes, when you are full time, like you are full 
time. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like a nine to five, like because nine to five, your client might be working nine to five. So mm-hmm. they might not be reachable, but then they are at, at night. So you need to be reachable. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to be doing showings and having open houses and stuff. So, mm-hmm. well, I had a new buyer consult yesterday um, and awesome couple. We were talking about what they're looking for and whatnot. But um, one of the things I said, and I've added this in now when I consult with people is, I have so many people say to me, I don't, I don't want to bother you. Mm. And I said, this like, I, I mean, it makes me feel bad to hear that because mm. I'm here for you from, mm-hmm. you know, the time we start looking till we close on the house. And then even afterwards, like mm-hmm. in the storm, we recently had one of my clients texted me because they're first time buyers and a tree came down and the poor thing was so upset because mm. she didn't know what to do. Um, the house was okay, but it took down the fence. Um, and I'm here for you for all of that. But I said to these people, uh, you know, you're working during the day, so I expect to hear from you in the evenings. You mm-hmm. don't, I don't have to hear from you in the evenings, but please don't hold off. And, you know, they laughed and were like, well, we really appreciate that because we probably would have held off and tried to fit it in during work hours, but mm-hmm. that's tough. Um, and that's, that's what we're here for. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's another thing too. You know, I'm available all the time. That's mm-hmm. kind of the nature of the, the industry, really. Yeah, I think a big thing, too, is the financial aspect of it and the fiduciary responsibility that we do have to our clients, because I don't think that, you know, and I've seen this many, many a times because, again, I tend to be on the listing side of things where Mary tends to be working with our buyers a lot. And, um, you know, when it comes to your commitment letter and it comes to all these dates. And I heard a conversation the other day where somebody had a home inspection and they didn't get, I was talking to a loan officer actually, and the buyer's agent didn't fill out an extension of time for the um, home inspection. So they weren't able to continue to negotiate and the person ended up losing their funds, the deposit. Mm -hmm. Then we also hear of, hey, you weren't paying attention to when this commitment letter is due. And guess what? As the listing agent, I'm never going to ask you how that commitment letter is doing because the day I ask you is the day after it's due. That's your responsibility as a buyer's agent to remember when these dates are. And people get sort of messed up because it's like, oh, we did an extension or we did this or we did. But no one's really paying attention to the dates. Well, somebody be better be paying attention if it's your $20,000 or more, like no sitting kidding. in an escrow account somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's another big part and a huge responsibility that we have is making sure that those funds are being protected at all times. If you decide that you don't want to go forward. Or you can't go forward if your mortgage. If you can't get a mortgage commitment, then you can't go forward. So you can get your money back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You asked me if I got a commitment, just for the record. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that was sort of different. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, we only have about five minutes left, so I wanted to give you another opportunity to give your contact information out to all of our listeners and how they can sort of find you all over the place. You're all over social media, which is I great. I try. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, so. and I just want to say, great job, you guys were Thank doing a you. great job. I'm sorry that I just bombarded your no, show, you but this was such a in. good topic. And the person who sent a message, I was upstairs watching you guys on Facebook, but you did a great job, and I'm super proud of you. And why don't you tell her? What we were talking about tonight for the luncheon, we can let the world know right now. Oh, I wish I had my paper in front of me, um, so I knew exactly which one it was. Units. Um, yeah. So uh, Emmy Flaherty is the uh, number two top producing so agent exciting. when it comes to units Woo-hoo! for the year of 2023. So she mm-hmm. will be celebrating with us 
hopefully on Valentine's Day. Yeah, will be your lunch. There be your lunch. It's um, our luncheon. Yep. Yeah, so. we have our little luncheon every year on Valentine's Day for all of our top producing agents, um, individual agents, and teams. Um, so, so yeah. yeah. So you came well, in second for yay. individual agents. Oh, so congratulations! Yeah. Congratulations! Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you want to get in touch with Emmy, how can uh, they get in touch with you? Many ways, but um, phone is 781-217-4580. Uh, you can call or text, and then I hope to be all over social media, but I'm on Instagram and Facebook, both as Realtor Emmy Flaherty, um, and I would love to hear from you, even if you just have some follow-up questions from tonight. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's... I think if there was one takeaway from the show, it's have representation, whether you're yeah. a buyer or a seller. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we could do a whole entire show on, you know, having representation as a seller and sort of how that mm-hmm. could go sideways as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to get in t- contact with Emmy, one more time, your phone number? 781-217-4580. Perfect. And Any final thoughts, ladies? Emmy at bostonconnect.com. It is. Yeah. So easily to get in touch with her. Um, yeah, I just want to say thanks for letting me bombard your show. It was such a great topic. And I was upstairs and I was like, you know, there's a lot of shows that we talk over and over. And if you haven't listened to any of our past shows, please go to talkrealestateroundtable.com or talkrealestateroundtable for the podcast app. Uh, so you can listen to some of our past shows. But then there are times when I'm upstairs and I'm just like, I, I just want to say this. I just want to say this. And uh, you guys, this was a great topic and so timely for what's ahead of us for mm-hmm. 2024. So I agree. If you want representation, call emmy she's the best of the best uh, she's she came, came in she won an award she's winning an award she's the first she's to find out well technically you were <laughs> but yeah <laughs> i was the first. first first to find out but um yeah i mean like we said in the beginning of the show with the interest rates coming down there's going to be more buyers like coming back into the market and being introduced to the market and if the uh the the number of homes on the market don't increase there's definitely going to be a lot more competition so Mm -hmm. why not have representation so you can keep your ducks in a row in an order and have open communication with somebody representing your best interests and i think that that's a good thing too mel that you're bringing up too is if we end up in the same place with the low inventory and multiple offers and just the buyer fatigue you definitely want someone who's there to sort of hold you through the process and say don't worry, this is quote-unquote normal, this is the process, it wasn't meant to be, this wasn't the one, how can we make your offer better? Like, you know, that's that's what you, you want, that's who you want working for you mm-hmm. and representing you through the whole process. Yeah, I agree. Sharon, what are we talking about on Saturday? I, I don't know yet, but this is like when I'm so used to you saying it's time to go that I feel like and then the music is in my ear and I was like, this really feels like the last minute of a Super Bowl game that lasts 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> no, our, our music is playing, but um, yeah. but yeah, no, it, 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 we um, we are going to be live again on Saturday mm. from eight to nine. Um, and we'll have a topic beforehand. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a topic. We'll, we'll, we'll talk we'll about continue with. We can talk about sellers or we can. I know we had a great topic last week, too. We were talking about rentals and stuff and had yeah. a, a lot of yeah. we'll come up with so something good. But we'll you have to tune up, in. Yeah. Well, follow us on social media. Boston Connect Real Estate, McNamara Horton team, Emmy Flaherty Realtor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening and you want to hear us talk about something, shoot us a message. Yeah. yeah come exactly. on in and talk. Come on in and talk. Thank you so much for listening to us tonight. Again, we're live again on Saturday from 8 to 9. We will see you then. Thanks, Emmy. Have a great night. Good job, ladies. Good job.